Hi guys, keep on spreading the word, the love, the faith. Welcome to broadcast 25, um, where we start a new chapter in the Bible. Today we start Exodus, and this is really cool. This is when we start learning about um, the faith of Moses, right? So we left Joseph in Genesis, and uh, he died. Now we're in, now we're going to start learning about Moses. After the 400 year of slavery, right, that they had in Egypt. And what's really awesome and really cool about this is, uh, we, we're going to learn this together. This is what's so cool about it, right? Grow and learn together. That's what we're doing here. And uh, today, for a worship song, it's called We Are the Messengers, and it's now it's our turn. This is an amazing, awesome song. Um, so we're going to worship to that. We're going to read Exodus chapter 1 and chapter 2. If we, uh, I'll review it if we need to. Re if, if something pops out to me, I'll review something in 1 and 2. And then um, before that, I'll pray. And I just ask the Holy Spirit to come in and be strong and be uh, courageous to be able to motivate um, us to keep on going and never give up. Even though why. Um, I was getting attacked by the devil yesterday, being alive. I knew the Holy Spirit was here. And that's what, that's what we're fighting for, right? We're fighting for the Holy Spirit to come in and be strong in us, right? So I pray that, um, I'll pray about that today. And just knowing that Satan can't distract us as we're on this journey together. And um, I'm not going to give up. I'm just going to keep on preaching the way he wants me to preach and the way he wants me to share because I love spreading the Bible. It's just coming from my heart and I'm growing my faith as I'm sharing it with you guys and I think that's an awesome blessing to be able to do that. So today, let's uh, let's get into the worship song, then I'll pray, and then we'll read Exodus chapter 1 and chapter 2. And this is episode 25 on my broadcast. So here we go, you guys. It's... um. The song is called We Are the Messengers and now it's now it's our turn, which is such an awesome song. So let's go. As sure as death in taxes, you know I'm gonna let you down. And even though I deserve them, those stones are still on the ground. So many times you've forgiven me, even while I was your enemy, yeah, more than just seven times seventy, I could see it finally.
Now it's our turn. Now it's our turn. Now it's our turn. Now it's our turn. Are you ready for the turn the other cheek? Are you ready to bless our enemies? Are you ready to love like Jesus? Are you ready to give it all the free? Are you ready to be a family? Are you ready to love like Jesus? Sometimes it's gonna hurt. Jesus did it first. Now it's all time. Are we ready to turn the other cheek? Are we ready to bless our enemies? Amen. The most awesome song about this, what I love about it so much, is are we ready to turn the other cheek? Are we ready to bless our enemies? And that is such a cool, powerful statement because growing with Jesus, we know that's a fighting battle, right? It's hard to love our enemies that way. It's easy to love another born-again believer another person who loves the Lord and has the Holy Spirit. So easy to do, but it's very hard for us to want to pour a blessing on our enemies. People who don't like, who don't like us, right? People who don't want us to preach the word, um, they don't want us to do this, right? But that's the awesome about this, right? Um, someone says, can I request a song? Go ahead. I could take a picture of it. And I'll probably end up using it, probably for the next worship song if you want to. But this song was called, um, We Are The Message, Now It's Our Turn. Um, so, um, I'll take a picture of that after we're done. Uh, so go ahead and request the song if you want. And if I love worshiping to it, we'll worship it together. So, now let's pray and ask the Holy Spirit to come in as we read Exodus chapter 1 and chapter 2. So, here we go. Dylan, hey Father, I pray that we should have a good day and a blessed day. Pray that um, as we read Gen- as we read Exodus chapter 1 and chapter 2, let us learn from all of Exodus. Let us learn how to be um, closer to you. How to walk like Moses did with the Holy Spirit and be strong in that, Lord. Because just because Moses have that Holy Spirit doesn't mean we have that same Holy Spirit. We do, Lord, because you haven't changed from that time to now. The Holy Spirit is the same. And that's the beauty of the Bible, Lord, is that we could still have that same desire to grow closer to you. And that's the awesome about this, is we could grow as close to you, same as with Moses. We don't have to feel that weakness anymore. We, just, we could feel that love and mercy 
that you have on us, Lord. So I pray that as we read Exodus, you teach us how to grow our faith, how to not give up, how to not let, um, even though like Satan is, is here tempting us, Lord, just let us take him away and let us just focus on you, focus our heart and our thoughts on you today as we, um, as I do this Bible study, Lord. Let me just say focus on you and strive for what you want me to do is just preach the lovely message of the Bible and let it hit people's hearts. Let them feel convicted. Let them know that what they're doing is wrong. And let me feel convicted too like you, like you have when I sin. So I'm not better than anybody else. I need prayer, guidance, and focus on reading the Bible as much as anybody else. We all need to grow closer to you, Lord. We all struggle with that because we're born with sin. You're the only one born with no sin, Lord. And that's why you came on the cross. That's why you died for us. So we could grow closer to you and you could have that love and motivation inside our hearts. So I pray that um, as we read Exodus 1 and 2, pray you allow me to speak what you want me to speak. Allow me to preach what you want me to preach, Lord. Pray that we have a good day and a blessed day today. And Jesus and I pray, amen. Thanks you guys for watching. And um, let's read. Here we go. Exodus chapter 1 and chapter 2. Here we go. This chapter 1. These are the names of the sons of Israel who went to Egypt with Jacob, each with his family, Reuben, Simeon, Levi and Judah, Issachar, Zebulun and Benjamin, Dan and Naphtali, Gad and Asher. The descendants of Jacob numbered 70 in all. Joseph was already in Egypt. Now Joseph and all his brothers and all that generation died. But the Israelites were fruitful and multiplied greatly and became exceedingly numerous so that the land was filled with them. Then a new king, who did not know about Joseph, came to power in Egypt. Look, he said to his people, the Israelites have become much too numerous for us. Come, we must deal shrewdly with them, or they will become even more numerous, and if war breaks out, we'll join our enemies fight against us and leave the country. So they put slave masters over them to oppress them with forced labor. And they built Python and Ramesses as store cities for Pharaoh. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. So the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites and worked them ruthlessly. They made their lives bitter with hard labor in brick and mortar, and with all kinds of work in the fields. In all their hard labor, the Egyptians used them ruthlessly. The king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, whose names were Shifra and Pua, When you help the Hebrew women in childbirth and observe them on the delivery stool, if it is a boy, kill him. But if it is a girl, let her live. The midwives, however, feared God 
and did not do what the king of Egypt had told them to do, they let the boys live. Then the king of Egypt summoned the midwives and asked them, Why have you done this? Why have you let the boys live? The midwives answered Pharaoh, Hebrew women are not like Egyptian women. They are vigorous and give birth before the midwives arrive. So God was kind to the midwives, and the people increased and became even more numerous. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families of their own. Then Pharaoh gave this order to all his people. Every boy that is born you must throw into the Nile, but let every girl live. Chapter 2 Now a man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her slave girl to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. And the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. One day, after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at their hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people. Glancing this way and that, and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. The next day he went out and saw two Hebrews fighting. He asked the one in the wrong, Why are you hitting your fellow Hebrew? The man said, who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, What I did must have become known. When Pharaoh heard of this, he tried to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian, where he sat down by a well. Now a priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came to draw water and fill the troughs to water their father's flock. Some shepherds came along and drove them away, but Moses got up and came to their rescue and watered their flock. When the girls returned to rule their father, he asked them, Why have you returned so early today? They answered, An Egyptian rescued us from the shepherds. He even drew water for us and watered the flock. 
And where is he? He asked his daughters, why did you leave him? Invite him to have something to eat. Moses agreed to stay with the man who gave his daughter Zipporah to Moses in marriage. Zipporah gave birth to a son, and Moses named him Gershom, saying, I have become an alien in a foreign land. During that long period, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out, and their cry for help because of their slavery went up to God. God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. So God looked on the Israelites and was concerned about them. Okay, guys. So, here we are. We read Exodus chapter 1 and chapter 2. So, in chapter 1, um, it first leads off with... Uh, Jacob, right, and how all the 70 people of the tribe of Israel um, went to live in Egypt, right, so during the famine, right, and uh, Joseph and his brothers, all that generation ended up dying, but they were still fruitful and multiplied. God blessed them so much, right? Uh, someone asked, what am I reading again? This is Exodus chapter 1 and chapter 2. And in chapter 1, I'm reviewing it. So, uh, in chapter 1, so now Joseph and that whole generation that went through the famine and lived died. And so now there's a new Pharaoh, right, who doesn't know the blessings of the Lord, doesn't know what's going on, right? And says, the Israelites came to Egypt, they're growing too numerously. They're growing too big, right? So, he says, um, this is really interesting. This is how the king of Egypt looked, right? And kind of scary because today, we're still fighting for this. It's, it's really interesting to talk about this, right? Uh... Starting in verse 15, the king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, whoever names, okay, so the two names of the Hebrew women, when you help the Hebrew women in childbirth and observe them in delivery stores, if it is a boy, kill them, but if it is a girl, let her live. Think about that. So the midwives were ordered by Pharaoh, if, when you go help the Israelites, if it's a boy, kill the boy. If it's a girl, let him live. That's very interesting, right? And then here's, that's uh, verse 16. Now we're in verse 17. Now the Wimites, however, feared God and did not do what the king of Egypt had told them to do. They let the boys live. Verse 18. Then the king of the midwife summoned, uh, was summoned and asked them, Why have you done this? Why have you let the boys live? Verse 19. The midwives, however, said to Phil, The Hebrew women are not like Egyptian women. They are vigorously and giving birth before the midwives arrive. How, what a blessing this is, right? Here goes Phil trying to do this wicked thing to the Israelites. And as soon as the Egyptian women go try to help, 
there was already a baby. There was already a baby boy already giving birth faster than the midwives of Egypt could go help. That's a blessing, right? So God still let him grow and let him increase in numbers in Egypt, even though why Pharaoh was mad and did not want this to happen. This is such a blessing, right? And then, here goes, um, so, let's see. So that was verse 15 through 19 in Exodus 1. And here goes Exodus, uh, Let's see. So, Exodus 22. Um, then Pharaoh gave orders to his people. Every boy that is born you must throw into the Nile, but let every girl live. So, imagine you giving birth, right? And you give birth to a son, and the Egyptian people find it and throw it into the river right away. Let, it, let that boy drown. Can you imagine how many women, right, who love their who love their boy child, and were forced to let him drown? They had no choice, or either they were gonna die trying to swim with the baby because it feels the king of Egypt. This is what he ordered: kill every boy. And the blessing of this is we had one boy who lived during that time, right? This is in chapter two now, Exodus. This is Moses, right? So Moses was going during this time of slaughtering all the boys that the Israelites had. And he was three months old and his mom could no longer hide him anymore at three months. And so she took a basket and she put some tar on it and she placed it in the Nile and let the Nile just take it. So basically she's laying... God, just deal with, deal with my child, Lord, because I can't risk my heart dying, my heart killing Moses, right? Killing my innocent baby at this time. So she let him go down the Nile. And Noah, uh, so this is what it is. Verse 5. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her, um, her people who watched her walked along the bank. She saw the basket along with the weave and sent it sent the slave girl to to get her. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying and she felt sorry for him. So you gotta imagine this is a Egyptian, right? Who is who's Pharaoh's daughter sees this baby on the Nile and says, no way, you know, I can't kill, I know, you know, he probably is a Hebrew, baby, but I'm still, I, I have a too big of a heart, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill this baby, and she sends one of her servant scores to go get someone to feed this child for me, someone to breastfeed this child, right, it happens to be, the beautiful story of it is Moses' mom was the one who breastfeed Moses and she got paid for it. And she got paid for doing that. That's a blessing. Look how Jesus just writes this story perfectly well during, during the Old Testament, right? It's so, so perfectly with the love of Jesus Christ in it. And that's the beauty of it. 
And so that's what would, um, so now verse 11 through 25, right? So he's older and Moses grew up with the Pharaoh. So he grew royalty as a king and could do any want because he's part of the Pharaoh household, right? He ends up killing an Egyptian because he ends up hurting one of the Hebrews and he ends up burying him in the sand, right? Thinking no one found, no one knew, but they knew. Verse 14, the man said, Who made you ruler and judge of us? You are thinking of killing me you, like you killed the Egyptian. Then Moses was afraid and thought, What did I must do to, to come now? Verse 15 is very interesting. When Pharaoh heard of this, he tried to kill Moses, but Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to go live in Midian, where he sat down by the well. Now a priest of Midian had seven daughters when they came to draw the well and went to go water their flocks, right? So Moses, right, has this ultimate least Pharaoh's household is now living in a, in a strange land right doesn't know what he's doing and basically doesn't know the Lord so he doesn't know the Holy Spirit yet by then he just feels really convicted of what he did so he ran away from Pharaoh and he saw these seven women getting picked on and he helped them and they went back to their father's house and said, the reason why we're home early is because there was a man by the well helping us, right? And we got to water our flocks early. And the priest of Midian, right, which is their father, says, go bring him in for food. He must come eat with us. So that's where, um, not only did they invite Moses in to eat with him, but now... Verse 21, which is just a beautiful statement of how Jesus works this, right? It says, Moses agreed to stay with the man who gave him his daughter, Zipporah, as Moses' wife. So Moses got married in a strange land, right? And got married, had a, had a baby named Gershom. Right? And Gershom is, I had became an alien in a foreign land. That's what Gershom means. So, this is verse 23. This is also very interesting. During that long period of time, the king of Egypt died, and the Israelites, Lord, I need you, was struggling, right? And God remembers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's promise, and said, don't worry. You're going to leave, go to Egypt, and eventually you're going to leave out. So that's where we're left off with um, that beautiful thought of God remembering Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So I pray that this helps you guys today. Pray that um, you guys get blessed by this. I pray that this is interesting. Pray that you guys have a good day, blessed day. Love you guys, and thanks for watching.